0: Welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about bombing on stage, different performers. Uh, I'm Luke Fagenbush. I'm here with my co-host. Uh, Lauren it's... Hutton! Lauren, you, you got a good voice. It sounds a little bit different right now. I Did don't you, uh... know
1: what you're talking about. This is how I always
0: sound. Did you ascend? Are you are you mortal anymore? I I liked you as a mortal, so I, I hope you didn't mess mess around with your mortality in the We and prefer to,
1: to call it transcendence.
0: Well, if you want to be called transcendent, then you're, that's your prerogative. Tell them who <laughs> we had on the episode. Uh, we got a different type of performer this time uh my leash it's uh Eric O'Donnell and he's not a comic That's right. Comics suck. Well,
1: he's funny.
0: What does he do? God.
1: He's a Renaissance character performer.
0: He's a pirate. That's what he is. He's a real life pirate and he goes around at the Renaissance fair being a pirate doing shows and I've been to the Ren Fair, and his experience is much better than mine. You're not wrong. There. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think if I went back to the Renaissance Fair, it would be as a pirate. But what were some of his experiences?
1: They call him the Jolly Roger, and one time they threw water in a child's face. It was hilarious. <laughs>
0: Well, why why wait on us to tell you about it when you can just stick around and listen? Uh, so here is Eric O'Donnell. Enjoy the episode. Well, I I on purpose did not learn anything about you. Lauren said you were on <laughs> some type of show or festival. So what, what do you do?
2: <laughs> um...
3: I am. I have been the. I have been in the Ohio Renaissance Festival. I've been on Street Cast of the Ohio Renaissance Festival for about nine
0: years. So, are, are you like doing blades and dragons? Are you in a knight? Are you fighting?
3: No, I. I have fought. Uh, I do fight occasionally uh, when I'm on the pirate show stage. But I am a pirate. I have been a pirate for about five years.
0: Oh hell yes!
3: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, I've actually been uh, leader of the pirate guild uh, for now, for now uh, two years. Well,
0: you guys have a guild?
3: Of yeah, course we have they do. we have uh, a <laughs> bunch of guilds. We have like four guilds.
0: What are the four guilds?
3: The guilds. Uh, we have the pirate guild, which I'm the which I'm which I'm ahead of. I'm the head of. We have the f-
0: the captain.
3: But yeah, I'm I'm a first mate actually.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So the captain is captain of all the guilds.
3: No, the captain is just the captain of the pirates.
0: <laughs> okay, I may not know as much about pirates as I thought I did.
3: <laughs> there, well, we have we have a pirate guild, we have a fairy or fae guild, we have a village guild, and we have a uh, a, a gentry, also a royal guild. We have a nobles.
0: Ah, okay. Okay. So, are all these professional pirates who go around to Renaissance fair and like they're hired to act like pirates, or is it just like RPG pirates? We
3: are PG. We are very PG pirates. Uh, uh. they the pirates we have in my in the guild that I run, and all of the actors in the Ohio in the Ohio Renaissance Festival that are street cast are just for the Ohio Renaissance Festival. Like none of us travel. In the street cast, we are oh, okay. only the street cast for the Ohio Renaissance Festival. We do have other acts that come in, uh, but they are not part of the our guild of our, of street cast members, of street characters that we do.
1: Gotcha. Right. Okay. Yeah. So you've been a pirate for five years, but you've been involved at the Ren's Fest for almost double that. What were you doing before you were a pirate?
3: Before I was a pirate, I was, my first year I was the town hatter. Uh, uh, I was, I was in the village and I was the town hatter.
1: Uh, so what does that weird. involve? Like you're you're just that, walking around a bit mad, or
3: a little? I, I played him a little nuts. My I I played him, I did. It was my first time really acting in the in the theater in the round, as we call it. Uh, like improv acting for about eight hours a, a, a both days of Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Uh, being in character, uh, for about eight eight to ten hours. Uh, so that it was literally new for me, but I played him kind of kooky. Uh, my Hatter character was named Sebastian Shatter, uh, the <laughs> town Hatter. Oh, uh, awesome. so you go in-depth with this stuff. Like, oh yeah, has we a go, background? Yeah, he had a little <laughs> bit of a background. Uh, my pirate character, when I get to him, he has a huge background. Uh, but I had a little... my My quirk that the Hatter had was I complimented everyone's hats, no matter what they were, I uh every place that sold hats on site was my hat shop. That was the that was a running joke. But, uh, yeah, this is mine. This is all mine.
1: I had
3: a I had a lizard I had a stuffed animal of a lizard that on my shoulder that I would talk to that I could only hear that was my conscience.
2: Was <laughs> nice
1: <what I> <laughs> So what else? What else? Were you the Were you the Hatter for four years, or did you have other?
3: Uh, no! Uh, uh, and then the other year, I was. Um, I, I I got in the only historical character I've ever played, which was a uh, Richard Burbage. Uh, uh, Who the, is that? Uh, he is one of the. Uh, he was uh, Shakespeare's favorite actor and one of the most uh, prevalent actors in the Renaissance era. He actually founded the acting troupe called the Kingsmen. Oh. Uh, back in the renaissance uh, okay in the renaissance.
0: were they also spies uh
3: i wish i was i hope I, I silently hope that that was where they got
0: it or, or maybe they were just really good spies so we don't know about it yet <laughs> they were so good <laughs> that we actually think they're actors so
3: maybe <laughs> uh and I, I played him alongside two of my uh best friends out there uh, uh mitch and tj Mitch was Shakespeare, and TJ was Kit Marlowe. So we were a a package deal, and we were what we called each other the the three stages. We played each other like the three stooges.
1: Oh, that's cool. I like that a lot. That's funny. And
3: (laughs) and after that, I was a pirate.
1: Gotcha. (laughs) So how did you, like... I want to know what the transition was between these characters. So, like, you were the Hatter one year. How did that turn mm-hmm. into the historical character? Did you just get tired of doing the Hatter, or did someone? Yeah, I okay. wanted to
3: change. I wanted to change as well because I didn't really know where I could go with him. Yeah. And then I, and then I, but then uh, our uh, di- our director Dave Smith, uh, wanted had like he pitched the idea of being Richard Burbage to me okay and and then he because he said he wanted richard and then he also wanted shakespeare and kit Harlow, another playwright he so he pitched that idea to like me mitch and tj and we 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 ended up like hanging out and talking and like hey i think this could work if we play it like this and we ended up uh writing uh he ended up helping us write a uh, a chess match fight for it
0: oh really really yeah Wait, so how do you do a chess match fight?
3: We... Uh, at, the, at the Ohio Renaissance Festival, we have uh, a human combat chess. So what we do is uh, there are a group of people on each side and they play... The, they're either pawns or the specific chess pieces. Right. We and There are players that tell us where to move and they're like uh, knight to king five and we'll move there. Right. And And if the other player... Uh, tells uh, our fight partner on the which was on the other uh, team to move in the same square. Then those two fight partners every, will fight. Everyone else will clear out off of the uh, grass chessboard, and they will do their rehearsed choreographed steel fight. And then will deter- and that will deter when they determine the winner, and they take that square.
0: Oh, that's so. Oh, cool. that's such a cool idea.
3: It's really fun, even if you're like just a pawn and you don't have a fight, and you just like stand there. Uh, I love helping the crowd cheer for people, being like a, uh, and also like it. It gets really the the chess match, the uh, the combat, the pirate comedy stunt show, and like the two ending, opening, and ending gates are kind of this developing story that we uh, tell throughout the day. And those are the shows where you get the uh conclusion and like the middle of the story, uh that we the this tale that we tell
1: throughout the day. Oh, that's so cool. I've been a fan of the yeah. Renfest for like years. Huh. I had no idea that there was so much that went into the characters that walk around and like that you guys have separate guilds and things. Like I had no idea it was mm-hmm. in that was in that in depth. Like
2: we I can go, understand, yeah, we like
1: go. you gotta find where to buy the turkey legs and you gotta understand where to get <laughs> your garb. I just didn't realize that there was so much writing and and story development that went into all of these things. That's so cool.
3: It, it, it is that's one of the reasons I love it is because uh, we definitely when when you when you get hired onto the Renaissance festival when you uh, when you make your audition and they bring you on, they do tell you it's like you are not the main character people coming in that gate are the main characters you are an npc basically oh that's so cool that's
0: a cool way to look at it
3: yeah we are the the main characters are the patrons coming in to tell and telling their own story like you know they're coming in they're the player characters we are the kooky side characters that they meet along the way wow that's
1: such a cool philosophy to like attack the thing from that's so interesting Okay. So that's
3: the best way that we can describe it to the newer folks coming in. So it's like, that's what we are. We yeah. are the kooky side characters that the, the players get to meet.
1: Okay. So, so first you were the Hatter and then the director, uh, you know, approached you about doing this historical type of thing. From yeah. there, did like what, how did the pirate come about? Where did that come from?
3: I, when I first got on to the Renaissance Festival, when I auditioned, uh, I my dream was to be a pirate.
2: Like, okay.
3: I wanted to be a pirate uh, from the first instance that I got hired on. Uh, and I just kept putting a bug in their ear uh, yeah. every year about, like, yeah. I'll, I'll, of course, like, I'll put my all into this character that you give me. Right. I will put my, like, 110% into this character. Uh, but it's like I would just sprinkle in, like it's like I'd like to be a pirate, or like, hey, I I, I can stay this character, or I can uh, be a pirate this year, and then one year, they let me do it, and I have been, and uh, then I have been on that ship ever since. I am no. stuck there, and I don't want, I don't want to leave it. Oh, that's
0: cool. <laughs> that's awesome. So, I, I imagine pirates a pretty popular thing for people like who are first going into it. So you really have to get your years in as like a hatter or a Shakespeare guy before.
3: As It, it is even harder because uh, now that I uh, I help cast pirates now because I'm the head of the pirate guild, I, I cast pirates. Okay. Uh, so I help with the casting. Uh, and even in, like, even with veterans, well, if they want to move to another role, uh, during the, uh, during the rehearsal process, uh, they let us know and we, like, figure out where they want to go.
0: So what do you look for in a good pirate? Like, when somebody shows up and he walks in, what's your dream pirate?
3: My, the, the dream pirate, what what I always look for, uh, when I'm casting a pirate, uh, is, uh, someone who can really work with the established crew that we already have
0: right uh, chemistry yeah. Uh, yeah yeah. a team player
3: yeah a key player and a great uh, improper a great improper uh, with their acting and uh, being able to just think on the fly and as well as just an attitude that uh, the attitude for being a pirate is very hard to describe but it's just like I know it when I see it like I know it's like that person's a pirate
1: gotcha okay like, like yeah, when it comes to when it comes to your garb, like and for those of you that don't know, garb is is a it's like a Renfest term for costume yeah. they they have their own words for everything. Uh, <laughs> <We do. laughs> did you start building the pirate garb like before they started? They gave you the go ahead, or did they give you the go ahead and you were like, okay, now I can start focusing on buying these more like uh, you know uh, focused things for that character.
3: It was definitely that one. I, I they, of, uh, they, uh, we had a, we have a costumer. Oh well, she retired, but now we had a costumer that would, that was like very in depth and helped us with any patterns that we needed and anything that we wanted. And as soon as I got the go ahead for pirate, what my garb is now is definitely the is was an evolution. I didn't start uh, with the current garb I have now. Uh, it was a it took time because like a lot of the the it's expensive yeah uh and even like piracy looking like a pirate is very expensive uh Mm -hmm. and even villager class is can get expensive depending on what you want to buy yeah um but when
0: villager class huh what was a what was a villager class is that just starting out as a pirate or is that just like a normal village person like when you were a hatter.
3: They're just the normal village people who would live in the town of Willy Nilly, which is where the Renaissance Festival takes place. The town is oh, okay, called Willy right. Nilly, oh, and they are that. like, yeah, they are the people that live in Willy Nilly. Uh, like my girlfriend is the village astronomer. Uh, we have oh, okay. the uh, we have the village barber surgeon. We have the village butcher <laughs> baker candlestick maker. Like we, they're the people that live in the village. Uh, oh, and great. we and they are the villagers, and they they know each other all their life. Like they they oh, are really. the cousins and the brothers and the sisters uh, that live in the village. Pirates. We. The joke is every year we get shipwrecked and we're stuck there.
1: Oh, that makes uh, sense. Okay,
3: that's the joke. every yeah. year. But with my garb, uh, I had to commission uh, a. I had to commission a vest or a doublet. Uh, in renaissance terms Uh, yeah and then i had to you mostly buy your own things but you have a lot of resources to help get you the things that you want and and then you Mm -hmm. have to get them approved by our customer to make sure that they are period accurate materials and stuff like that
1: oh my gosh so you guys can't cheat when it comes to your garb you can't go to like Mm -hmm. like kohl's and be like well this is a leather belt (laughs) <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, we can do that. We can, there are certain things we can cheat with, like the leather belt. Okay, uh, okay. We, there are certain things you can cheat with, like some of the shoes you can, you can cheat with, some of the boots and shoes. Uh, you can yeah. cheat with the belts uh, and stuff like that, but like hats you can't cheat with. Uh, like uh, pants are really hard to cheat with gotcha. and shirts and stuff like that and doublets are super and corsets and and and, uh, and bodices are super hard to are, you can't cheat with those.
1: gotcha. All right, so I I guarantee everyone that's listening to this right now is wondering how much man? How much have you invested in your because I've seen it. it's it's absolutely a very legit outfit.
0: Uh, can we describe it first? <laughs> Are, are you a Johnny Depp pirate? Do you have a coat? What's, what's going do, on?
3: I do not have a coat. Uh, pi- Captains get coats. Only captains get coats. Oh, ah, uh, okay. Only because they are called and captains first coats for a
1: reason. Ah, uh, all right. Good yeah. to know.
3: Our, uh, our pirates are... The pirates that we do out there, they're definitely not what pirates looked like in the Renaissance days. We definitely do the cinematic... Uh, variation of the like the John the Pirates of the Caribbean, we lean towards that because that's what the public knows.
1: Ah, okay. Uh,
3: So we 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 work with what the public portrays as a pirate, except we do not wear tricorns, we are not allowed to wear those.
0: Okay, gotcha. Um, Is that period inaccurate?
3: They are period inaccurate. Okay, okay, yeah, they are more from colonial.
1: Uh, times uh, nice. different yeah. boats totally different boats. different boats
3: uh but uh, my garb uh i've never added it up completely but i can tell you the most expensive parts of it
1: okay all right
3: yeah the boots were about over about 530 something dollars oh, oh my god, god.
1: that already uh, yeah. hurts
3: that was a tax return uh, <laughs> just a whole
2: tax return that
3: was a whole tax return <laughs> um the hat was about uh, a, about a, a little over a hundred for the hat because it was a real leather hat. Yeah. Uh, and then the doublet uh, was uh, about a hundred seventy-five because it was a custom pattern um, that she had to make eye, that she had to eyeball
2: oh, God. Uh, for
3: me. Because I told her what the doublet, as, uh, my character, I wanted him to be... Uh, a heroic uh, rogue like Errol Flynn, uh, Flynn Rider type of character. Yeah, yeah. I what I told her was my inspiration for him. So what, and then Jonna, our costumer. So what did she, she what she does is she goes, she gets tangled, she looks at Flynn Rider's doublet and just <laughs> makes it by red.
0: That's amazing. She just turns
3: it red and gave me Flynn Rider's doublet.
0: Oh, dude, that's awesome. uh,
3: Which is fantastic. And then these shirts for two of my shirts were like $80 for two of them.
1: Okay. All right. So you're, I mean, more than likely with all the other little nooks and nits and pieces, you're you're probably looking at over well over a grand that you have invested well over because
3: i think my uh boldrick which that go- the belt that goes across my, uh that holds my fake sword uh, yeah. that was about like 80 dollars, i think
1: oh eric man like you wow. this is your life man like this is this is it this is. is you this is so cool Pardon i'm so glad we're talking to you <laughs> <laughs> thank you no i love talking about
3: uh i love talking about the rent fair again I, again i love talking about it
1: it's weird because, like, you have more experience doing this than a lot of my comedy friends have doing comedy. Like, you have been doing this for almost a decade, and, like, I haven't been doing anything for that long. Like, I mean, maybe wiping my own butt, but that's about it. Yeah.
0: You're really good at it,
1: though. Thanks, bro. You taught me. Yeah, you're,
0: I, would, I, would hope you're,
3: I would hope you got really good at it.
1: It took time. Several private lessons just with Luke.
3: Uh, <laughs> yeah Yeah, i have been doing it since 2012 uh and it's it's it was a it is a big investment but i love it out there i've made family out there
1: i love it sure i'm sure how old were you when you started
3: god i did it in 2012 i started in 2012 so i was probably about 22
0: yeah dude you're a little baby
3: yeah i was like 22 when i started it
0: Oh my god! Did gosh. you have an experience that sold you on it where you were like, yeah, this is it. This is what I'm going to be doing for the next decade.
3: Well, uh, well I got I got uh, my friend, at, a friend in college told me about it who had been in there for a couple of years. Like she right. went to the same college as I did and she was like, hey, they're having auditions this date. You should you should go try out. Yeah. And it, it was the thing that I I've wanted to do because I've, I've gone to the Renfair when I was a kid and right. I really liked the pirate stunt show, and I loved the pirates as a kid. So it's like, yeah, I'll go try it. And then I auditioned, and they, the camar- it, it was the uh, the energy, and then the atmosphere, and then ultimately the people that I met there was the what that kept me that kept me there. And again, my passion for performing uh awesome. has kept me there this long because awesome. along with the family has kept me there this long because it's just such an outlet yeah uh, for that
1: i mean when you uh, find a community that you you fit in well with and you all share the same passions i mean i would imagine it's the same thing as like the way that comics bond you know uh, sitting outside mm-hmm. of an open mic just riffing around It it's the same sort of thing. Everyone just gets each other, and it it, it, that's a hard thing to give up. Like nobody wants once they find it. Like it, you'd have to be a crazy person to give (laughs) that up once you actually find it.
2: (sighs) Yeah,
3: it is. And then and we we spend so much time, uh, throughout. Like we have a before the fair even opens in uh, late August. Uh, we spend June and we spend July. Uh, like, like late into June, early uh, and through all through July, rehearsing in the hot, hot sun together because we're ro- going through and giving the new people uh, the the crash courses, and we're teaching them how to how to improv and how yeah. to improv in character, and how to improv in character, and we're giving throwing them through the ropes that all the veterans that have been there for five to odd years, five ten odd years, we all bond with each other in just like this big space, and it, and then we. They let us camp on site, so I camp when I can, and I bond with other. Uh, I bond with a more people there when I do that.
1: Oh my gosh,
0: it's so, awesome! Is that I don't know how long is the Renaissance Fair? It's
3: a month. It's nine weekends start. Nine weekends starting in August.
0: Okay, so for that period, do you just live as your character.
3: And uh, I do it on, I do. I do only do it on the weekends. Like it's only okay. a weekend thing, but. Uh, from yeah, I'm sorry. Go.
0: Oh, on the weekends you're that guy.
3: On the weekends until like about when the gates open at ten at ten at ten o'clock when the gates open from uh like about six o'clock when we wave goodbye to everybody is I'm in character I go back and forth like backstage so I I what we call a half drop of character. Uh, where I'm not speaking an accent when I go backstage,
1: right? Right. Uh, but
3: I'm still like, I'll still refer if like Mitch is over there, like if a friend of mine named Mitch or James is over there, I will still not call them James. I will still say, uh, "Hey, Gavin," or "Hey," uh, I will still call him by his character name because I'm half in character, half not.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. I was ready for the character name to just be Pirate Mitch and Pirate James. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: We've had some funny names for pirates. We had uh, my friend Mitch, when he first became a pirate, he's about like six foot. Uh, we called him half-mass Gavin
2: at one point. <laughs> That's a good
3: one.
1: <laughs> what are some others? I'm sure there's been some other like really fun pirate names.
3: Uh, we uh, A friend of mine pitched, uh, uh, he hasn't been one yet, but a friend of mine pitched one called Samuel Onella, the ship's cook. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh he wanted to be the ship's cook and also the ship's uh, mom or he would he was like an irish uh man but he wanted to be like what are you doing going out there raiding without your galoshes you're going to get the cold like he wanted to be the ship's mom which i was like i was all for i thought that would have been really funny
1: that's fantastic um
3: we have um and we have a uh, characters like my character is named uh Roger Rathbone uh but I call but I call him but his name is Jolly Roger because of the flag.
1: Right, right. Uh so
3: I'm called Jolly Roger or just Jolly out there. <laughs> um and then we have uh a, our captain is actually a historical captain named Captain Peter Easton. Uh he was a he was a pirate captain back in the day. Uh he even had a stronghold in uh, Canada if I'm correct.
1: Really? Uh, that.
3: Yeah. So fun. Yeah. And we have um my friend Nathan, who is uh, John Oxenham, uh, he was also he's also a historical character, but my friend Nathan plays him kind of off the rails. The la- the storyline last year was we left him on an island and we forgot about him, and then we just picked <laughs> him up. <laughs> Like a castaway, yeah, <laughs> just just going mad from
1: isolation. Oh, I love it.
3: Yeah, he just went mad from isolation. He did a bit one morning where he was yelling at invisible seagulls. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was that he did for about ten minutes. <laughs>
1: oh my god it doesn't sound like a long time but when you're yelling at stuff that's not there for a bit that's a long time
3: it was in the morning too he did it right and like it's opening gate, so we're it's the one time when all the pirates are actually together so we try to take advantage of of us all being together as a crew so we'll just do random stupid bits like that and he was good for just throwing out random bits just like niggles (laughs) (laughs) they're like oxy there's no seagulls there's
2: seagulls everywhere
1: (laughs) okay so i think we've got we've got a decent chunk of background i think everyone knows exactly where you're coming from and and what you do what we haven't touched on is the stage show uh yeah and how many times a day does that show run
3: the pirate show runs twice a day
1: twice a day okay so yeah so and and roughly how long is the show itself?
3: I want to say about fifteen to twenty minutes.
1: Okay, and then the rest of yeah. the time you're just out in in the, the the realm of you know playing an NPC as you said earlier for all of the patrons. I'm either, uh, I
3: either I I wish I was uh, that was the only show I was in.
1: Uh, oh, you're in multiple <laughs> shows. Okay,
3: I am also part of our uh, Renaissance Festival's improv comedy troupe. Gotcha. Uh, and we have two additional shows uh, right after. Oh the, my gosh, uh, you're a busy boy! The, uh, right after each uh, stunt show.
1: Holy crap! So you really don't spend a whole lot of time just mucking about. Like you're you're busy. I don't. Because <laughs> <I don't.
2: laughs>
3: even Jeez. then I'm yeah even then I'm like I because like right after stunt show was parade. That we, we walk through right and then right after that it's like i normally go from parade to the improv show that i'm in and then after that improv show i eat i shove some i shove food in my mouth for like five seconds and then i'm at the comedy show again
1: oh my god uh, i'm
3: at the pirate show again and and yeah so i'm i'm i hardly get street time as we call it but uh i it's i it's it's an exhausting day but it's fun
1: hey you know that's just the life of a guild leader man you know you're just you're doing what you gotta do (laughs) it is pirate's life yeah exactly do
2: you
0: keep the pirate character as an improv comedian like yes so you're still a pirate is it an improv show full of pirates
3: no, it's an improv show that consists of different members of each of a, like we're all from separate guilds. There are a couple pirates who are also in uh, the improv troupe. Like I have myself, and there's my friend Mitch. Uh, my friend Evan uh, is in, is also in this group. Uh, but we have like we have a couple villagers in there as well as uh, like one uh, guy from the uh, nobles. He's a do- the doctor. He's Doctor D. Okay. He, so okay. he's in, he's in there. So they're from multiple. Uh, guilds that we all just come together and do this improv comedy troupe.
0: They're all staying in character. So you'll be like, can I have a suggestion and somebody will be like a car and you'll be like, what's that?
3: We'll take those. uh, We will take suggestions like that. We kind of really, because they're not going to give us period accurate call outs. So we'll have to take stuff like that when, and so of course, like we try to bend it into and like bend it to where our characters would understand it but even then depending on the show and depending on the time of day we will go and just be like yeah i know what a car is but i'm in an english accent and i'm dressed as a pirate like i know what that is <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's fantastic
1: oh all right so we have to we have to flex this thing into the theme of the podcast this is all about things going horribly wrong so okay the pirate show it, it's like uh it's like a stunt show right it is yeah. There's a lot of room for error when you're doing a stunt oh, show. Oh, yeah. So we, when I pitched you the idea of being on the podcast, I'm sure that there was that one quintessential thing that popped into your head. It was like, oh, God, yeah, this one time. What yeah. was that?
3: I've got a couple like that.
1: Oh, oh good. I'm so glad you have multiple.
3: <laughs> Great. I've got a couple like that for the imp- for the pirate show, and I've got a couple for uh, the improv shows. Like oh,
1: like
0: yay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So yeah, whichever which one you would like to tell first, by all means, man, uh, take the stage.
3: I will. There was. OK, so uh, uh, last year uh, during the Pirate Comedy Stunt Show, they have every stunt show like has kind of a general like theme. that okay. we go with uh, the, this last year was uh, our uh, a nobleman, a privateer uh, na- by the name of uh, Captain Frobisher. OK, uh, he the he lost his ship. Uh, because the storyline for the entire year was it was Peasants Revolution. So okay. the queen basically gave all like the, the, the peasants full reign to be whatever noble title they wanted. And also she gave the privateer ships away. Ah, uh, okay. So the joke was Frobisher wasn't dealing with it too well. So he decides to become Robin Hood. Uh and he hires a lot of villagers to be his merry men. Right. Um, uh, and during, so there, and so this uh, means there's about like five villagers on stage along with about like five pirates. And we're, so there's a lot of people on this stage. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And each of us, and there's this one point where each of us ha- uh, where there's a big fight scene that breaks out uh, and everybody is fighting the other person. Gotcha. Uh. And so and on different parts of the stage, so like each stage, each part of the stage, like wherever there is free space, there is a fight happening uh, so with with light steel fight? and like maybe two to three people are fighting. Okay. And so it is a big fight scene. It's the climactic fight scene. Okay. Um, people are going up and down stairs and, and, and all that because there's multiple levels to the ship stage and there's multiple levels on the front, on the stern and the bow of the ship. Um there's and then at the stern of the ship there's this barrel uh just sitting on the side on that side of the ship and that has been there for years they uh, that has been on that stage for god knows how long longer than me longer than anybody that i know uh it's just been there uh at one point my friend james is fighting somebody and he's going up the stairs and the fight's abruptly end like uh, they get to a point where it's they, they abruptly end and james has to jump down from the upper level of the, of the stern and, like, hide. He has to hide. And he usually hid behind the barrel. Right. Uh, but this time, when he jumped down, I'm over – well, first, I'm over hiding, like, next to the stairs on the same end of the ship. Right. And I see him jump down like he normally does, Uh, and he jumps down. But this time, the barrel cartoon shatters – what? on stage during a live performance. <laughs> like, each individual, like, b- board of the barrel just opens just up like collapses. a banana. <laughs> it just opens up like a banana, like in a cartoon, just, like, opens in the middle of the performance. Someone else is delivering a line on the other end of the stage, and James just jumps down, and I see this barrel collapse. He sees it, and we both, like, look at each other. Like... Um, and he still has to hide behind the barrel so what does he do he picks up a a rotted piece of wood that the barrel left and just hides behind it just hides his face behind the barrel perfect correction (laughs) we had to and then we had to make sure that no one was tripping over it the entire show so we like quickly kicked it to the side of the ship where we knew no one was going to walk
2: oh my gosh
3: and we had people come up after that show being like man that was funny that you guys timed that barrel breaking uh, that way was like, yeah wasn't it <laughs> that we timed it that way <laughs> that where's Artie? oh man <laughs>
2: <laughs> Rule 1 of
1: improv. <laughs> yes,
3: oh,
2: yes. Oh, yeah. It just just keep
3: going, just keep going. Uh it was but it was it was really funny cause just seeing it open up and James panicking for like 2 seconds. Of uh, just like I don't know what to do now. There's nothing to hide. Uh this.
1: <laughs> oh my god. <laughs>
3: How did you guys yeah, that correct the- that for
1: future shows? Cuz now the barrel's not there.
3: Yeah. He would just hide behind the he so after, if he couldn't hide behind the barrel then he just uh there is like a, the the lip of the ship that like hangs over so he just hide behind that he just hide behind the lip of the ship from now on All right All right uh, but we never got another barrel <laughs> We never got another barrel <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh man the people that came to that show got their money's worth and they uh, they have no idea
3: (laughs) no they had no idea they're like oh man that was cool how you guys timed that it's like yeah we didn't do that
2: (laughs) (laughs) we
0: couldn't afford a breakaway barrel that would trigger at exactly that point every show and if we could we'd do a bad worse job of it (laughs) yeah
3: so great we had a trigger underneath the stage it was great
0: Um,
3: oh man um another one uh that was really funny was um another theme was we were ship that it was gilligan island themed and we were all shipwrecked
2: okay um
3: and uh the ship uh had there by the ship there is a little patch of sand that we that the people have hid like people who work there have hid like fake coins like fake pirate coins for like kids to like dig into whatever right right uh and so i gotta tell you that to tell you what what's going on with this one uh so during the show uh our, a pirate named who was had who hasn't been there for a couple years but he's a funny man his name's wayland he was playing uh sir john hawkins another privateer gotcha um and he had a bit where he would throw Where well, he had a where since the ship sank Get a bit where he would take a, ba- a bucket of water, and just kind of like throw it off the stage.
2: Yeah,
3: uh, at, and that on that sand patch. Well, there was a kid there one day uh, just playing <laughs> in the sand. Uh, that is, and he didn't look before he threw the water uh, oh, off
2: man. the stage.
3: <laughs> so he j- ended up drenching this kid in water, <laughs> and. The parents were not there. No one got mad. The the kid was a little surprised. But like no one got mad. Uh, but there's but at another point, there's a point where we're like uh the captain, which was uh Sir um Sir Francis Drake, uh is looking for him and he's like, Hawkins, where are you? And then there's by that exact patch, there is like a cannon porthole that you can like pop your head out of yeah. uh from under the ship. And it's just like Hawkins, where are you? And he just pops his head out. And he's like, all right, here, sir. I was just checking on the kid.
0: <laughs> I'm hearing these bombs, but honestly, the way you're fixing them, make them better than the mistake. Like, I would almost hope for a show that's full of mistakes because it would be better than one you did perfectly the first time through. That – he did it perfectly fine, and it, it
3: it had one of my favorite jokes in that entire stage, in that entire play. It was, it was just like a, we were looking for the Duke of Norfolk's luggage, and he, like, pops his head out. And he's like, I'm right here, sir. Oh, Hawkins, have you found Nor- Lord Norfolk's luggage? He's like, yeah. Really? No. No, <laughs> I didn't find it. No. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> – one of my was one of my favorite jokes of the entire. show. like, really? No, no, I didn't. I didn't find. It.
0: <laughs> well, that's a good thing about having a bunch of improv people because once you get bored of like the written stuff, you can kind of have fun with yeah. it. oh,
3: we do that show. Never, we 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 have a how we write the pirate comedy stunt show is we have a general like we we're gonna start here. There's gonna be a fight here, a fight here. And there's going and then this is the end that we want to have. Other than that, it's all we write it as we we just start acting oh and God. we just impr- and write as we go. We don't ever we just have a set goals of what we want to do. Oh, my God. But other than that, our lines are all improv until we write them down. And even then, how the show starts is never how it ends. Yeah. Up by the end of the by the last weekend it's all we sometimes we have like that joke doesn't work or hey uh there this would be funnier we should try this like okay let's try that instead of this joke like and so it it always it's an ever-evolving show
0: so i thought you just got a script and just went with that but you have so much freedom to just do what you want with that show as long
3: as we hit all the necessary points in your fight, and we're and you do exactly how your fight cor- is choreographed, uh, which you also choreograph like not in the middle of the show, but you will like you. We basically like get steel. It's like okay, time to write a fight. Okay, you and I are fighting. What are we gonna do? Let's okay. So I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna go here. You're gonna go here. Like we will choreograph the fight also in the fight uh, before we do anything like that. And again, it we always have new lines that we throw in yeah uh and and during the shows
1: that's amazing you're basically doing an episode of always sunny but just as a bunch of pirates
3: yeah essentially yeah where it's yeah essentially so
1: much fun it's uh, how much okay so i as the show is evolving you're doing two shows a day so i Mm -hmm. i imagine like the first show in the day would would wouldn't be? I mean, how different are the two shows in the same day? Like, how many changes are happening within a twenty four hour period?
3: They're not happen not a lot uh, between the two shows. There's there's not a lot that's happening. It's more like what happens we uh week uh weekend to weekend. Like uh. maybe one weekend, like we do the show as we're doing it, and then it's like, hey, what if we said this instead of this? Uh, like we could we'll get together like the first thing in the morning, uh, on like every saturday every every day uh during festival day like saturdays and sundays uh there are different shows different if you're in a show you meet up at a different time in the or in the early wee hours of the morning uh stunt show always meet first we meet at 8 a.m in the morning on saturdays and sundays uh so we we would get there and we would meet up and we will run through the show uh run through the the fights
2: yeah and
3: okay. it'll that'll be the time where someone was like hey what if we added this line? Or, yeah. hey, I don't think that line was, that line didn't get a good crowd reaction. Do you think we should change it? Like, gotcha. it's that's where we plan out, like, oh, maybe that one doesn't work.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you'll have stuff in the show where someone has like that line about looking for the luggage. And that happens like as the show's going on, but you also have planned changes week to week. We'll
3: just like be like, oh, he's gonna say that this time, but uh, that's still our, our cue. Is like he's still saying the gist of what he said before, just in a different way. Gotcha. Uh, so we know where the, it's like okay, okay, he's saying that instead. So like we know the cue because they'll they'll like say, hey, I'm gonna say this instead of my other line. Is that okay? And they're like, yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: So, so That's fine. your your full title is pretty much pirate, comma staff writer, comma <laughs> improv stunt man. Yeah, there's a,
3: I wear a lot of hats.
0: <laughs> yeah, one of them's a
3: pirate. More hat. so than I did when I first became a pirate. Now that it's like now I'm pirate guild leader. I'm also a writer. It's Like I also it's like writer. Like all this
1: uh, stuff. That's so cool. So like you you said you had a couple of stories about the improv show that you do with with various yeah. members from the guild. Tell, yes. tell us about it, baby.
3: There. Well, we with the improv show, we are we are called. We used to be called R two Pence, is what the improv troupe used to be called, but now we're called Made Up Mayhem. Okay. Um. Or Mum, as we call it, as we as, as our acronym. Perfect. Um. At we all shows is basically whose line is it anyway?
1: That's,
2: okay.
3: That's kind of what it is. That's one hundred percent. It's whose line is it anyway? Uh, we even have borrowed and stolen games from whose line is it anyway because they just weren't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> perfect uh, yeah
3: we have scenes from we have we, we do scenes from a hat we do two line vocabulary
0: but not a trifle.
3: we do all though we do a bunch of those like because they just yeah.
1: work i mean yeah um, you don't have to reinvent the wheel i mean it's short form no. improv right like you just
3: yeah. get up there and have <laughs> some exactly. fun favorite game is two lines uh as uh, two lines that's my absolute favorite game uh uh but we had
0: for those of us who don't remember the Who's Line thing, what was the two lines game?
3: Uh, the two lines game was it's a game you play with about three people, and uh, one person can say whatever they want. Like, during in this scene, one person can say whatever they want. The other two people are given two different lines to say, usually one statement and one is the question. Okay. And then the scene is played out to where, like, you're usually – the one who can say anything is usually teaching them how to do something like a new job orientation or something like that. And like, say if I was playing, uh, like, like a a thing, what we usually do is like a mundane statement and a mundane question. So like, I would go out to the audience and be like, Hey, I need a mundane question. And someone would say, why is the sky blue? And that would be one of the only things that I could say. And the other thing would be like, "I, I I need a statement. Like, uh, you look like you need a hug, and that would be the only two things that I could say throughout the entire scene.
1: Gotcha. Yeah. And
3: and, and then and and they and the person who is the the person who can say whatever they want has to work around that those lines be only being said.
1: Oh my god! Do you and want to talk just, about a differentiation on like. Stress level and, like, ability. <laughs> you have these two lines, and this one person has to work magic around that noise.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be sky is blue, guys. Thank you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but there, I forget the game we were playing when this crazy, when this uh, story happened. I absolutely forget the game. But um, it was... We, we, we like to make sure our, uh, we do uh, mom shows. We like to make sure the audience feels like they're part of the show. So we're not, afraid. during the pre COVID times, really? uh, we, we would get out of the audience and, and really make sure we played through the entire space that we were uh, given. Right. So, like, the, and there was one time where we were playing a game and it was me, Nathan, and I think one other, uh, my friend Nathan, who's John Oxenham, and one other person, and we had to do something where we were unclogging a drain of something. That was the part. And there, and Nathan happened to see there was like a knot hole in one of the tables, uh, like from the stage. So he, and also this table had a family uh, on it. Oh, and um, have family
1: on it, not like a family of other tables. Okay.
3: No, yeah, no, other tables that had a a a family with a couple of young children just sitting at this table, uh, watching the show simultaneously, also enjoying food, but also watching the show. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Nathan uh, decides to go up to this not this hole and just like start you. Using- I forget like the exact gist of it, but he started like you have to get the monsters out of it. He starts hitting the table in <laughs> front of this in front of these people, <laughs> <laughs> and is like looking in his like getting down like uh, like in the in the knot hole and like looking at it, and it just started. He just starts <laughs> like plundering fake plungering like the the drain and i'm i'm trying to also like help him i'm like i'm like behind him i'm like at his like waist and i'm pulling like uh, to help him unclog the drain and he just he keeps doing this and we didn't know until later that he had scared a child so bad that (laughs) they (laughs) cried You guys spend a
1: lot of time accidentally traumatizing children.
3: I feel like we do, but at least it's a story. At least it's a story. For the children to come back and tell their therapist later that I had this green pirate yell that there was a monster in my drain and now I can't read Goosebumps. It's weird. (laughs) "Uh, Oh, Um, man. We... If I may tell another one about that one. Dude, oh, go please right do. ahead. We
1: have nothing <laughs> but time to kill.
3: Uh there was so during one of the during one of the days, uh people can of course come uh show up in their own costumes to, right. come to the Yeah. Fair. Uh and that can range from the amazing like uh when we when we did Ren Faire, like when we did like these feasts, I saw this amazing uh Viking Batman and uh that
0: that came through the gates. Amazing. What's a Viking <laughs> Batman look like? How, how,
1: you don't have a mental picture just based on those two words? It's <laughs> horns and batarangs. I, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking awesome. I had a beard. It
3: was handmade and it was awesome. But sometimes we get weird uh, c- costumes that come in. Uh, we had this one guy come in, he was wearing uh, like a banana suit, uh, like peanut butter jelly time banana <laughs> suit. <laughs>
2: nice
3: <laughs> well also wearing uh the have you guys seen the uh, mtv remake
1: of scream no like, but are you talking well, about like the scream mask
0: with the little white yeah cape? really oh uh, wait really? yeah it, it's a show right it was a show well, yeah came out on okay i heard about it yeah Because the mask they
3: they they redid the mask for this for the show and it okay. looked different gotcha uh but so he was wearing that one uh that from the show And he had a whole character. Like I saw him at opening gate and uh, my friend uh, at the my friend who was a a pirate at the time named Red Rash, uh, Red Rash, the pirate uh, who was our gunner, he ended up pointing him out to me and was like, Jolie, there's a, there's a walking banana man over there. And uh, and I said, what do you mean? And I looked over and, and like, we were both staring at him and he, he was in character. He had this whole character that he was doing throughout the whole day. He was just like,
2: I have not done
3: anything wrong. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> we, his name ended up being Reginald, is what he called himself. <laughs> um, he had a whole backstory to where, like, he was a dead soldier that got his soul put into a banana from a battle, oh my and, God. and like, <laughs> he had a whole Christ. backstory. So he comes to one of our shows. <laughs> And we're doing a game called Emo Rerun, where uh, we take a scene and we start adding like different things into it. Like the first, it starts out as like uh, going to like going to the store, right? Uh, and then like the director of the of the game comes in, it's like, oh no, let's add something. It needs an emotion. So like we'll add like anger or frustration or right. what we get all the, or what we get ninety percent of the time. Horny. Uh, uh, like, uh, every time with that game, we always get horny as an emotion.
0: Um, I'm sure you do. Like
3: Every single time. <laughs> and there was, so we're doing this and then uh, we're, uh, I think it's like a door to door salesman uh, thing that I'm in with like uh, one other girl and uh, Nathan is our director and the Reginald banana man is in the audience and he um he he's in there and then Nathan goes, This scene needs one more thing. And then he's looking out at the audience, like, what does this scene need? And then the banana guy goes, says his name, he's like,
2: Reginald. <laughs> and,
3: <laughs> and Nathan looks at me, the Rachel who I was in the game with, and then everybody else in the in the troop, and with this look of like the silent look of do we let him play with us? Right,
1: do we do this?
3: <laughs> do we do we all want like I don't wanna do this? Does everybody else wanna do this? And we kind of give them this look of yeah, let's let's do it. And he goes, I guess this scene needs Reginald. <laughs> he goes in to play the game and there, and then so he's improv and he's like doing that entire voice and he's just, <laughs> and then at one point we get another emotion and the emotion is lust and he doesn't know what to do so like we're playing through the scene and he just like goes lost <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would pay so much to just follow that guy around like a day in the life of Reginald <laughs>
3: We we even we even half dropped character to t- tell him like hey uh, auditions are these days in June <laughs> if you want to actually come out here you are funny if you want to do this <laughs> oh
2: my god like,
3: that's amazing this guy was into it oh man he's now uh, now he is just like. Or we'll, sometimes he will just scream Gold! and like we'll know what each other's talking about. It's he's just a running gag that we have
1: now. That's amazing. And I've never seen him again. That is oh. so good. That is so good. Like I mean, it, it, in the world of the Ren Fair, like like particularly, you never know what is going to happen because you have a group of people working there that are all goofballs, right? And the people that attend this festival, like you know, regularly, are also just complete goofballs. And and that that interaction of like you know, like you said, like patron and and or, or NPC and patron, this back and forth, there's like a certain amount of magic to it. Uh, I'll just keep talking until Eric comes back into the room. <laughs> I will fill time. <laughs> this is what I'm known for. <laughs> and he's back. Here we go. I'm back. I'm back. Oh man! Okay, Eric, I thank you so yes. much for for telling your tales. Thank you so much for giving us thank a you. little peek behind the curtain of the Renaissance Festival. Uh, I thank I know you so that much. like, dude, it, it's been a blast.
0: I do have one request. Can you take us out in character as Jolly Roger? Oh Can we get a little? a sampler platter of jolly roger
1: do you what
3: do you normally say as like a sign off
1: oh bro you're an improviser make this shit happen
3: what's the show what's the show called
0: how i learned to stop worrying
1: or how i learned i don't even know the name of our own show (laughs) (laughs) how i learned to stop worrying and love the bomb
3: Oh, learn to stop worrying and love the bomb. I like that. That's that's nice. Take, uh, take
0: as much time as you need. We edit it I, I have to
3: say a couple things to get myself into character.
0: By all means.
3: Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, yes. Yeah. Uh, I have to be like, um, <clears throat> On Arbor day, my aunt, prances and
0: dances,
3: stop, lest you be <laughs> caught by the law. And then, let me just...
0: Hell yes. Aha!
3: Thank you, everyone, for coming to the How I Learned to Stop Lo- Worrying and Loving the Bomb. I have been Eric O'Donnell or Jolly Roger Rathbone. Thank you for listening and I hope you had a wonderful time and enjoy the rest of your night. Yes!
2: Yes! Perfect. Killed it!
1: It's <laughs> the best thing. <laughs> outro we've ever <laughs> Eric, I absolutely love and adore you. I hope you have a wonderful rest of your evening, mate
0: you as well man thank you so much take care brother And until we track down Reginald the banana you are my new favorite person (laughs) (laughs) thank you you
3: You guys have a great night thanks for having me you too brother take care